ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وسلم تسليما اما بعد قال النووي رحمه الله تعالى في الحديث الخامس وعشرين عن أبي الذر رضي الله عنه أيضا أن أناس من أصحاب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قالوا للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يا رسول الله ذهب أهل التثور بالأجور يصلون كما نصلي ويصمون كما نصوم ويتصدقون بفضول أموالهم قال وليس قد جعل الله لكم ما تصدقون إن بكل تسبيحة صدقة وكل تكبيرة صدقة وكل تحميدة صدقة وكل تهليلة صدقة وأمر بالمعروف صدقة والنهي عن منكر صدقة وفي بضع أحدكم صدقة قالوا يا رسول الله أيأتي أحدنا شهواته ويكون له فيها عجر قال أرأيتم لو وضعها في حرام أكان عليه فيها وزر فكذلك إذا وضعها في الحلال كان له أجر رواه مسلم And that is the 25th hadith in this compilation of narrations, jawami' comprehensive narrations from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The 25th hadith now we brings is an authority of Abi Dhar radiallahu an. And that is <coughs> that he said, I came to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Uh, he said that a group of people came to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, some people from amongst the companions. And they said to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that the rich from amongst us, amongst us, the affluent, have made off and received rewards. They pray as we pray and they fast as we fast. But they give much in charity by virtue of their wealth. And he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Has not Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala made things for you to give in charity? For indeed, Every tasbih saying subhanallah is a charity. Every takbir saying Allahu Akbar is a charity. Every tahmeed saying alhamdulillah is a charity. And every tahleel saying la ilaha illallah is a charity. And commanding the good is a charity and forbidding the evil is a charity. And in a sexual relations with your family, of each of you, there is a charity. And they said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, when one fulfills their desires, their carnal desires, will he have a reward for that? And he, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, said, Do you not see that if he were to do that act and fulfill his desires in an unlawful, haram way, then he would be deserved of a punishment? So likewise, if he were to act upon it in a lawful manner, in a lawful way, then indeed he will be deserved of a reward. Now, this amazing hadith of the Messenger 
Jawamil Kalim, comprehensive statements mentioned in few words, as is the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, as the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Jawamil Kalim, that I have been given the ability to mention few words with comprehensive meaning. And this is from that narration, these narrations, Barakallahu Fikum. So we're going to deal with them fawaid from benefits in points as it relates to this. Anuqtatul Ula, fi hadal hadith, bayanu kathrati turik al khayr. Clearly, in this hadith, ya ikhatil kiram, wa akhawat, is a clear showing of the many avenues one can take in doing khayr. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it easy for everyone to have access to doing khayr. يسر الطرق الخير لكل أحد يريد الخير. For everyone who wants to do خير, الغني والفقير, somebody who's rich, the rich or the poor, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has given the avenues and the, the ability and the, the ways in which one can do good. Point number two. قال أن أناس قال أبي ذر رضي الله عنه أن أناس and there are people. Awunas yani al the poor people, min ashabi Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, kalu, ya Rasulullah, thaba ahl al-duthur, yani al-aghniya. Ahl al-duthur, yani hum al-aghniya, al-ladhina indahum amwalun kathira, tazidu an hajatihim. Ahl al-duthur are the rich, and they are the people who have abundance in wealth, that is an increase in addition to that which they need for their necessities or their needs. And he said, يُصَلُّونَ كَمَا نُصَلِّ وَيَسُومُونَ كَمَا نَصُومُ They f- pray like we pray and, f- and uh, fast like we fast. And that is أَنَّهُمْ يَأْتُونَ بِالْعَمَالِ الْبَدَنِيَّةِ That they do these uh, uh, worships pertaining to the limbs like we do. Like salah, siyam, fasting, praying. And this is everything that a rich and the rich and poor can do. But then in point number three, they mention, Radiyallahu anhum, wa bi fuduli amwalihim. Point number three. But then they have something that they have over us, and that is that they give charity from the wealth that they have. Mima zada an hajatihim, wa hadihi fadilatun. يَتَمَيَّزُ بِهَا الْأَغْنِيَاءِ عَنِ الْفُقَرَاءِ This is a, a, a miza, something that the rich have are distinct as it relates to the poor, that they can give in sadaqah, they can pay charity, they can give from their wealth that they have, that the poor do not have. وَهَذَا فِيهِ دَلِيلٌ عَلَىٰ أَنَّ الْأَغْنِيَاءِ يُسْتُحَبُّ لَهُمْ أَنْ يُنْفِقُوا مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ وَيُوَسِّعُوا عَلَى النَّاسِ بِمَا وَسَّعُوا اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ And in this is a proof and evidence, Barakallahu Fikum, that is upon the rich, that they give from their wealth, as this was the way of the Sahaba. So the rich of the Sahaba were knowing أَنَّهُمْ يَتَصَدَّقُونَ That the Sahaba, the ones that were wealthy from the Sahaba, كَانُوا يَتَصَدَّقُونَ that they were continuously giving charity, yatasaddaqoon. They were continuous, not just giving charity, it was something that was continuous, that would give, they would give from their wealth. So this shows that it's befitting. And it's preferred that the one that is rich, 
يُنْفِقُ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ وَيُوَسِّعُ عَلَى النَّاسِ That the one who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wasa'ahu Allah, Allah has blessed him in abundance of giving him abundance in wealth, that he or they give in charity to others from that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him. وَأَحْسِنْ كَمَا أَحْسَنَ اللَّهُ إِلَيْكَ as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Qasas, and do good like Allah has done good for you. And he give in this regard charity, ahsanu ila nas, bi sadaqat, kama ahsan Allahu ilayka bil mal. And do good to the people as Allah has given good to you from wealth. Give good to the people in sadaqat, in charity, like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has done for you in giving you wealth. Yahyuladina amanu, anfiku mimma razaqanakum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O oh, you who believe, O oh, you have iman, give in charity from that which we, Allah says, He has given to you in provisions. Give this charity that Allah has given to you from wealth. And this is a proof in this hadith that it is mustahab. That it is preferred that the one who has wealth to be given in abundance that which they have in charity. Point number four. This is why the Sahaba, they complained. Because they wanted the poor from the Sahaba, they wanted to be from those who do good. This is where the Sahaba... They complained because they wanted to do good. They wanted to increase in good. The poor from the Sahaba, radiyallahu anhum, who did not have the wealth, the the wealth, the abundance in wealth to give in charity. Huh? This is a proof, ya ikhwati al-kiram, that the Muslim, it is upon him to strive to do good. وَأَنْ يَنْدَمْ إِذَا لَمْ يَتَمَكَّنْ مِنْ فِئِلِ الْخَيْرِ And that he is regretful if he's not able to do good as the Sahaba were in this hadith radiyallahu anhu walimadha aqul lakum walimadha as'alukum walimadha fa innahu yu'jaru ala nadmihi nadmihi because the one who has that yearning and that that want and that regret of not having the ability to give in sadaqah to help the poor to help build the masajid to help build the marakis to buy books of ilm for the tulab to buy books of ilm for the youngsters for them to learn he doesn't have the wealth to do this but he regrets that he doesn't have the wealth because he has that strong niyyah that ikhlas that sincerity of wanting to uh, uh, provide and be one of those who give in charity yujar he gets reward for this. And a proof that is mentioned here is in the hadith which is in the Sunnah of Imam Ibn Majah and also the Musnad of Imam Ahmad and the Tabarani fil Kabir. And that is the, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in hadith Abi Kabsha al Anmari, Qal, Methalu hadhi al Ummah, Methalu Arbati al Nafar. The likeness of this Ummah is like the likeness of four different characters. رَجُلٌ أَتَاهُ اللَّهُ مَالًا وَعِلْمًا A man who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him, provided for him with wealth and knowledge. فَهُوَ يَعْمَلُ بِهِ فِي مَالِهِ فَيُنْفِقُهُ فِي حَقِّهِ And so he acts upon his, upon this that Allah has given him by uh, giving him wealth. 
وَرَجُلٌ أَتَاهُ اللَّهُ عِلْمًا And a man who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him knowledge وَلَمْ يُؤْتِهِ مَالًا But he hasn't given him wealth فَهُوَ يَقُولُ لَوْ كَانَ لِي مِثْلُ مَا لِهَذَا If only I had that which that individual had أَمِلْتُ فِيهِ مِثْلَ الَّذِي يَعْمَلُ I would do as he has done Inshallah قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ So then the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم said فَهُمَا فِي الْأَجْرِ so these two are equal in reward. So we have the first person who was, was given wealth and knowledge and he acted upon that wealth by giving in charity. And the second one who was given knowledge but not wealth, but he hoped and yearned and wished that he would have the money in order to give in charity. Like the previous individual had done. And the Messenger وسلم, he said, فَهُمَا فِي الْأَجْرِ سَوَى And they are equal in their reward. So this, because of his niyyat al-tayyibah, his pure intention, he gets the reward. So this is like the state in this hadith where the sahaba, they hoped to give in charity. And they have that regret that they don't have the money to do good, to do khair, to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They get the same reward as those who gave money and had the ability to do so. Point number five. <laughs> فَجَاءُوا يَشْكُونَ إِلَى النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ So these sahaba, this affair was heavy for them. Not able to do this ibadah, this sadaqah and giving charity for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and aiding the Muslims. Huh? So they complained to the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم. And what did the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم say to them? قَالَ لَهُمْ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم وَلَيْسَ قَدْ جَعْلَ اللَّهُ لَكُمْ مَا تَصَدُّقُونَ has Allah not given you that which you can give in charity? I mean, Allah has not given you avenues in which that you can give in charity. So the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-bab. He opened the door for them. There's more for you to do other than the wealth that you don't have. You have different avenues. For inna kulli tasbihatin sadaqa, tawheed. For every tasbih that you say, every subhanallah that you say, there is sadaqah. The subhanallah, freeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all imperfections, establishing the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this tasbih. Wa kulu takbiratin sadaqah, and every Allahu Akbar, tawheed, is sadaqah. Wa kulu tahmidatin sadaqah, and every saying of alhamdulillah, saying alhamdulillah, is sadaqah, and as Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala, he mentioned, alhamd bil al istighraq this al in alhamd, it means that all indefinite praise is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that is a dalil, ala kamal asma'i wa sifatihi subhanahu wa ta'ala, upon the perfection of Allah's names and his attributes as he is the one, due to that perfection is what the one who receives indefinite hamd, Indefinite praise. Alhamdulillah. Wa kulli tahmidatin sadaqa. So all of that is sadaqa. Tawheed. Wa kulli tahlilatin sadaqa. And every la ilaha illallah that you mention acting according to that la ilaha illallah. The pillars of la ilaha illallah. The shurut of la ilaha illallah. Having iman in la ilaha illallah. Tawheed. This is sadaqa. And that's for everyone. Al faqir. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the 
opportunity for everyone to give in sadaqah and the tasbih, the takbir and the tahmeed and also the tahleel, all of them are forms of sadaqah. This is immense good that in these small words that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it sadaqat. Allah has made it forms of charity. And there is not, it's no, none of your wealth has been taken for that. Look at the, the rahmah of Allah, tabarakah wa ta'ala. And this is a delil, again, on the ithbat of the sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of rahmah. The sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's al-wahhab. And the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he's al-razzaq, he's al-kareem, subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is all evidence that should help us and increase us in the iman of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's names and attributes and in it is a refutation against the jahmiyyah is a refutation against those who negate these perfect names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the jahmiyyah wa akhawatiha from the jahmiyyah and their sisters from the mu'tazila and the ashaira and the maturidiyya and the salamukumullah the falasifa and all of those people who negate the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this hadith it shows the rahmah, the mercy, the karam, the generosity of Allah, that he's jawad subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that he is al-wahhab, he's the one who bestows these avenues to the people to establish the sadaqah even when they're poor. And look to Sadisa. The sixth point, Allah's messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions wa amru bil ma'roof sadaqah, wa nahyun an munkarin sadaqah, commanding the good is sadaqah. And forbidding the evil is sadaqah. Subhanallah. So here, barakallahu feekum, the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned al-ma'roof, al-amrun bil-ma'roof. Al-ma'roof, huwa ta'a wal-khayr. And that is obedience and good. And it's called ma'roof, summiya ma'roofan, li'anna al-fitra salima ta'rifuhu. These good deeds and this obedience, they are called ma'roof because the Fitra, the natural disposition that is sound, has not been affected or polluted, they love these. So uh, commanding the good, commanding people to pray, commanding people with tawheed, commanding people following the sunnah, commanding people with obedience to the parents, commanding the people with honesty, commanding people with these issues of ma'roof, this is something which the natural disposition, the natural state of an individual that is pure would like. That's why it would like and would know and will be affiliated with. And that's why it's called ma'roof. Amal munkar kullu ma'siyatin lillah. فَهِيَ مُنْكَرٌ سُمِّيَ مُنْكَرٌ لِأَنَّ النُّفُوسَ أَوْ الْفِتْرَةَ السَّلِيمَةَ تُنْكِرُهُ And that is, this munkar is every disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's rejected. It is not accepted. It is looked down upon. And it's called munkar لِأَنَّ النُّفُوسَ أَوْ الْفِتْرَةَ السَّلِيمَةَ تُنْكِرُهُ Because the pure, non-polluted, natural disposition of an individual, the fitr of an individual, we'll reject it. we reject the disobedience of Allah. we reject those things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dislikes. That's why it's called ma'roof and that's why it's called munkar. So, وَأَمْرُ مِلْمَعْرُوفِ صَدَقَةِ وَنَهْيُ عَنِ مُنْكَرِ صَدَقَةِ So commanding the good is sadaqah and forbidding the evil is sadaqah. قَالَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى كُنْتُمْ خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ تَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَتَنْهَوْنَ عَلَى الْمُنْكَرِ وَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ 
You are the best of people to come out of the best of the, of the ummah to come out of the people. You command the good and you forbid the evil. And this is because of your iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that means that this is for this this here is a delil barakallahu fikum. And a ta'adil khair min al insan ila ghayrihi. And that is to direct good to other than yourself. So it's not it's not uh, sufficient that individual and tusliha nafsahu that he self he's him himself is in a good state no doubt it's not sufficient but he has to give advice to others according to his capacity whether it's advice to your neighbor commanding a good and forbidding evil your neighbor whether it's to your children whether it's to your wife whether it's to your brother whether your sister your parents your sons and so forth naam this is something where everyone has the opportunity to do. This is for everyone to do according to their capacity. So It's an important, uh, it has virtues that is immense and its benefit is huge. And this is Allah Hasab Insan. It depends on the level or the ability of the individual. And that's why the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala fi hadith mashhur Man ra'a minkum munkara fa yugayyirhu biyadihi fa in lam yastatifa bi lisanihi fa in lam yastatifa bi qalbihi wa dhalika adafu al-iman Where the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he mentioned, he said those of you who see a wrong then let him change it with his hand if he cannot change it with his hand then by his tongue and if he cannot change it by his tongue then by his heart and that is the uh, uh, lowest or weakest of iman, and this and that is that no one is excused as it relates to commanding the good and forbidding the evil because it's according to your ability. If you're somebody who is of a high station in in, in society or a ruler, then your your you your commanding the good and forbidding the evil is based upon that. If you're if you're an alim, a scholar, then the commanding of the good and forbidding of the evil is based upon that. If you are a student of knowledge, then your commanding the good and forbidding the evil is according to your ability and your knowledge and so forth. And likewise if you're a layman, you have the that realms, the realm that you have and we all have to do in order to command the good and fulfill that which is remand, uh, required from us in commanding the good and forbidding the evil now. And if you are somebody who had, does not have ability, then the least you can do is stay away from the munkar. For example, if there is a fitna that is going on and we have the ulama have explained the fitna and the, the wrong and the munkar, the least you can do is stick with the scholars in that. Maybe you don't have to profess it, you don't have to write anything in the internet, or you don't have to uh, call others to it if you don't have the quwa, if you don't have the ability. But ala aqal, the least is that you are upon the haq, that you are with the ulama, you are, who, you are upon the sunnah, and you are upon sawab. And you're freeing yourself from every type of munkar. And you're, you're, you're pushing with the mawqif that is ma'roof. That position that is good that you do that. So there isn't anyone who has an excuse. Because If you can't then with your heart at least. And that is the 
lowest and weakest of Iman. So no one has an excuse. So therefore, Barakallahu all of this is Amr Ma'ruf and Nahim Munkar, commanding the good and forbidding evil, and it is Sadaqah. Point number eight. And then the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, وَفِي بُضْعِ أَحْدِكُمْ صَدَقَةً الْبُضْعُ مَعْنَاهُ الْفَرَجُ And from the, your private parts from all of you is Sadaqah. Yani fulfilling your desires is Sadaqah. Yani قَضَاءُ شَهْوَةً To fulfill your desires, this is Sadaqah in a halal way. And that's that an individual has desires, a man and a woman has desires. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made that the one who fulfills these desires in a halal way. By halal means that this is barakallahu feekum sadaqah. That this is sadaqah. Naam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yaqul wa min ayatihi an khalaqa lakum min anfusikum azwaja. And from his signs, from the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that he has created from your, from your, uh, amongst yourself, azwaja, partners and wives and so forth. And this is from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he has given this opportunity for one to fulfill their desires in a halal means. <coughs> and this is sadaqah. And this is charity. Ulama have mentioned, barakallahu feekum, that um, uh, the individual as al-alama Muhammad ibn Salih al ta'ala, he said that, Having relation with your family is sadaqah from two angles. And that is that Anil Insan Ma'murun Nafsahu Matashtahi. And that is that we have been commanded by uh, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that we should not forbid ourselves from fulfilling our desires in the halal way. In other than uh, uh, the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's from the statement of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is a hadith akhraju al-Imam Bukhari fi kitab al-Sawm, bab man aqsama ala akhihi li yuftir fi tatawwur. And that is the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul, inna li nafsika alayka haqqa. And that is for yourself, it has, you has rights over you. So the angle of sadaqah here, barakallahu feekum, is that the individual is fulfilling his desires and giving the rights to his body. And the woman is fulfilling her desires and giving the rights to her health. And this is in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as an individual, if he goes to his family and has relations with family, he's doing good to his family. He's doing good to his family. Because a man has, a woman has desires like a man has desires. Huh? And he, by going to his family, is doing good to her, to help her for, uh, direct these desires into that which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wasara hina idhin sadaqah. So from then it becomes a charity to his wife by fulfilling her desires. And it becomes charity from the wife to the husband in, for him fulfilling his desires. And it shows the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So much so that the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhu. They said, كَيْفَ يُؤْجَرُ الْإِنسَانِ عَلَىٰ إِتِيَانِهِ الشَّهْوَةِ فِي زَوْجَتِهِ He said, how can an individual get reward? And يَأْتِي أَحَدُنَا الشَّهْوَةُهُ وَيَكُنْ لَهُ فِيهَا عَجْرٌ And that we go to our family, any one of us goes to our family, has relations with our family, and in it is a reward. يعني they were shocked. تَعَجَّبَ الصَّحَابَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ They were astonished at this 
So then the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, أَرَأَيْتُمْ لَوَضَعَهَا فِي الْحَرَامِ Do you see that if they were to place it in, uh, in haram, yani fulfill their desires in uh, haram nature? Huh? And أَكَانَ عَلَيْهِ فِيهَا وِزْرٌ Would they get a sin? And they said, naam. They said, yes. Then the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, فَكِذَلِكَ إِذَا وَضَعَهَا فِي الْحَلَالِ كَانَ لَهُ أَجْرٌ so likewise, if he was to place it in that which is halal, that they will receive reward. So in this barakallahu fikum, it shows the use of qiyas. And that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallama, he used qiyas. And that is, he used the qiyas of the individual falling into haram, that would they get a sin? So likewise, the analogy is that the individual who falls into halal, that they will get reward. The individual that fulfills the desires in the halal, that they will get reward. And as we know, al-qiyas huwa il-haqqu far'in bi-aslin bi-hukmin bi-illatin jami'ah. And that is joining a branch of an issue to the, uh, to the origin or to the, to the foundation of the issue with a ruling that makes them all equal. Yani a ruling that can be applied to both. The far', the branch, and uh, uh, applied to the asl, the origin. So therefore, the issue here is if the individual was to fall into haram, uh, uh, fornicate, so to speak, would they get a sin? Yes. So let's look at the analogy of the individual who does halal then. Then that which is inverse is that the person who goes into the halal will receive reward. This is a qiyas and this is what the ulama have used to show the permissibility of qiyas. And as we know, that the usul of al-adillah is the Qur'an, as the ulama have said, al-Qur'an fi sharia, the usul is the Qur'an, and the sunnah, and ijma' and qiyas, as Imam Ahmed rahimullah ta'ala said, al-qiyas in the ad-durura. And that is that the fundamental ways to establish proofs, or to look at proofs, is through the Qur'an, and then the sunnah, and then ijma' consensus, and qiyas. Analogy that is that is that has the illat in jamia that has the same ruling that can be applied. In this hadith, it shows the same ruling that can be applied. But qiyas that is fasid, a qiyas an analogy that is invalid is when it it does not come back to the same ruling. They do not have the same entities. They do not have the same entities. And that is, for example, uh, the Sufis. Uh, they uh, try and use as evidence the proof of some of the Sahaba getting barakah from the uh, wudu of the Messenger وسلم, or, or, or parts of the hair or something of the Messenger وسلم, as they claim. They say this is uh, a proof that we can take blessings from the fadl or the remnants of wudu from our scholars or from our shiuch or their shiuch as they say. Naam. They use that analogy, qiyas with the shiukh and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We say, This is an invalid analogy because they don't have the same entities and they, don't equal, not, they do not equate to the same ending and to the same barakallahu uh, fikum factors as it relates to the two entities. Why is that? Because your Shaykh is not Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has established his piety, established his fadl ala nas, established his Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yukun rasulan. 
Mubashiran wa Nadira. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has athna alayhi fil Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala athna alayhi subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is Khalilullah, is the friend of Allah, the close friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So na'am, barakallahu feekum. Your shaykh is not like that. Your Sufi shaykh is, is not in the same uh, bracket as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bel, your Sufi shaykh is from the bracket of shaitan. Your Sufi shaykh is from the bracket of shaitan. Ab'ad mayakun. So therefore, the, anal the analogy is false because they do not go hand in hand uh, as it relates to their factors. Your shaykh is not Rasulullah. And the barakah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is established in the Qur'an and the Sunnah and your shaykh is not established. So therefore this is false analogy. But as for here in this hadith, barakallahu uh, feekum, as for this uh, hadith, the analogy is correct. If you do haram, you get a sin. If you do halal, you get a reward. So this analogy, they go hand in hand in the results and the factors. So therefore this analogy, qiyas is sahih. So this hadith is a dalil that the ulama they used to establish that there is al-qiyas, which is a refutation against the zahiriya, against those who reject ijman, reject qiyas. And Imam Ahmed, ta'ala, as I said before, he says al-qiyas in the durura, that we use qiyas when there isn't a, a, a verse or a hadith and there's no consensus. We use qiyas, uh, analogy of two situations where they both go hand in hand in their factors and we take the, the result from situation A and apply it to situation B because their factors are the same. I hope that is clear. So in this hadith, Barakallahu Feekum, is uh, Dalil on the Qiyas. And here, point number nine, Barakallahu Feekum, is Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has blessed us that, the, that by fulfilling our desires there is reward. Allah talks about those who fall into haram and the ones who and, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises those who do not fall into the haram, who do not place their private parts that Allah has blessed them with into that which is displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah praised them those who preserve their private parts, yani use it for that which is halal, illa ala zwajihim, awma malakat, aymanuhum, and they, 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 the, their private parts are for their, 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 their spouse, their partners, their, their wives, and their, 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 for the females, their husband, and so forth. So here, barakallahu feekum, Allah praise those who, who use their desires in that which is pleasing to him, free from the ma'asiyah, free from the haram. And finally, point number 10, في هذا الحديث فيه سعة فضل الله وتيسير الله عز وجل الخير لعباده. In the end, we say that in this hadith, barakallahu feekum, he shows the encompassing nature of the virtue of Allah subhanahu wa taala, and he his his blessings that he has given to man, and also how he's made it easy for everyone to do good acts, subhanahu wa taala. And also, and العادات مع النية الصالحة تتحول إلى عبادات. And that is that when uh, uh, an action which is from normal practice, like, for example, barakalafikum having relations with your family, is a normal practice. It can be turned into um, a reward when the niya, when the intention, 
is good, it's turned into a worship where one will get reward for the action, and that is the action of the man and the woman in, uh, in their relations because it's halal to protect themselves from falling into haram, to give sadaqah to their, their, their spouse, and to fulfill the commandments of the Messenger وسلم, and fulfilling him uh, his rights in linafsika alayka haqqa that for yourself uh, there are rights it has over you. So it shows the virtue kiram, of this hadith. Many benefits that we can take from this hadith, but we suffice with that which we have done so far. ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us a tawfiq that will be those who are grateful and shakirin grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the blessings that He has given us and the avenues that He's opened for us to do good, that we race to do this good according to our ability. Ameen wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabiyyina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Hayakum Allah Barakallah fikum I sent you